<clears throat> Hello guys, welcome to Take a Break with Ellie and Jose. Hi guys, happy Tuesday. So we actually have a special treat for you guys today. Yes, we do. So we actually have a special guest and we're going to introduce her. Yes, this is a very special person to us. We are, um, we co, we work with her for now, gosh, I don't know how many years. She's been here for, um, I've been here for nine years. Seven, eight, I don't know. She's pointing at fingers. <laughs> I don't 14, know. But she's been years. here with, uh, in this company. We don't say what company, of course, but uh, 13 years, 13, 14 years. And uh, she's a dear friend of mine. Um, and we want to introduce you to Moni. Say hi, Moni. Hi, everybody. I'm Moni. Well, now that we have your attention and we have our special guest revealed, now the topic that we're going to be discussing today is infertility. You know, infertility is a topic that is very dear and close to the heart of Moni, and she'll explain why in a minute. But um, we felt that this was a important topic to have. I don't think this is a discussion that is always often had. Some people somehow have a very strange um, mindset about infertility. Uh, but uh, Moni is here to kind of share her experience with us and let us in into what she went through when it came to infertility. So Moni, if you want to start us off and kind of explain to you, explain to us what is your experience with infertility? Hi everybody. Well, my experience with infertility has been a huge journey. Um, it's been a few years now that I decided to have family and unfortunately I've not been able to um, due to many circumstances. However, I have uh, made amends with it and I have moved on. I've thought of uh, adoption and it's still in the back of my mind and it's still an option for me, but not now, more in the near future. Thank you very much, Moni, for that introduction. So now we have some questions for you. Yes. So I think one of the main questions is um, what um, type of services or what type of um, treatments and stuff have you gotten throughout the years? Or pretty much what has been, how many years have you been doing this and what has been the type of treatments that you've, that you've uh, attempted? It's probably been about six years that I've thoroughly gone through with uh, procedures and medications and many, many infertility options out there. And not only has it um, caused a lot of pain in my heart, it has also um, put a dent in my savings. Um, so it is very costly and it takes a lot, a lot of emotional strength, you know, away from you. And however, um, it is all worth it. Um, I really advise those who have given up to allow themselves to go through all the options out there that the industry has to offer before you decide to call it quits. 
and obviously we're not we're not medical professionals uh we're not doctors we're not you know so we we're here to share our opinion to share our experience and moni's experience mostly uh and just ask her what she's gone through and how she can uh help the, our listeners uh you guys to kind of Share some point of view, maybe share insight, uh, maybe something that you didn't know. So well, that's what we're here to do. So uh, my question for Moni is, um, there's been a lot of controversy on the treatments and the side effects, possible side effects. So they've, they, I'm sure the doctors and everything have talked to you about some of the possible side effects if they were able to um, implant or uh, go with any of those uh, other treatment plans uh, that's not medication and um, some of them just to mention a few at the top of my head would be um, health risk to the to you and also health risk for the babies sometimes multiple births causes um, either premature babies causes long-term disability babies being born with disabilities um so what would you say in that respect as far as the potential risks that are involved well again i'm not a medical professional however one risk that is out there that happened to me personally was they gave me a lot of hormones during my ivf process and um it caused me to be, to just be an emotional, have this emotional roller coaster and feel very, very agitated. Um, so during that month of IVF, I just, it was just horrible. Not only was I stressed thinking of if the, if the embryos, if I was going to be able to create any embryos, luckily I did. I created five, only three survived. Um, two made it to blastocysts, which uh, both were implanted by the fifth day. However, unfortunately, both embryos did not stick. So that's one risk that you have. You go through all this emotional roller coaster. You go through all this money that you have to pay for this type of procedure. And at the end of the day, you will be left with nothing. And Unfortunately, um, IVF, it, it is a um, procedure that the more you do it, the better chances you have. However, it can have a dent in your, in your savings. Good. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, you know, you brought up um, a lot of good points, you know. Um, of course, you were in a financial situation at the beginning of all of this where you could um, support and you could, um, you know, um, fund these types of treatments. Um, not everybody has that luck. Not everybody has that ability to support this types of or fund this types of process. Um, to your knowledge, um, is there anything out there that is more cost um, cost effective than others? Well, I'm pretty sure there are. I don't know of them all, but um, IVF, you want to leave it to the last resort. Uh, there's other, surrogacy is actually more expensive than IVF. However, um, you want to, you know, eat healthy, exercise, take your prenatals, um, 
you know, do some testings. Don't just go straight to the IVF. There's sometimes it's not even the female. Sometimes the male's the factor here. And a lot of times male is blaming the female that they're the ones with an issue when in reality it's the male who has the low sperm count. And there's many, many supplements out there that can definitely boost up that um, the sperm count. So you want to definitely do all kinds of tests first. You want to make sure you do your research. Don't just go with any doctor. Make sure you, 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 you check the background, the reviews, because there's a lot of doctors out there that would tell you, yeah, I can make... I can make you have a baby and whatnot, and then you end up with nothing. And like I said, you know, it's it's an emotional roller coaster, and um, you need to really do your research and and uh, you know just go with your go with your gut. If you feel that that doctor is not right for you, don't go with that doctor. Continue to do your research and try to see. Um, how you can make this happen without putting a dent in your budget. Okay, and the, another question I have is, you know, you've mentioned you it took it was six years. Um, I'm pretty sure it was more than that with everything that you even tried to do be, before you got into the medical, uh, how medical medicine can help you modern, um, you know, uh, treatment plans and all that stuff, uh, infertility treatments specifically. But all that time, all that effort, all those tears, all that effort that you that you did, all the, the money spent, all that heartache, um, all those things. Would would you do it again? Would you, if there was a possibility that the budget, the budget was was within your means, would you still try? Or would you advise someone who who's gone through the same thing as you for many years trying to do it? You know, do you recommend? You know, would you do it again? If I had the means to do it again, I probably would do it again. Um, however, because I've been told that the chances of it not going through would not happen for me, I would not subject myself to it. I've already put that behind me. I've accepted it. I am very close to God, and God has filled in that void that I had there's still a little bit of void in there. However, I, the way I fill that void is by being grateful for what I do have, not for what I don't have. And I'm going to move on to, to either accepting, continue to accept without knowing what it is to be a mother or in the near future, I'm going to move forward with adoption. And to be honest with you, I'm not looking into doing another IVF treatment. I'm not looking going through that hardship, at, at that heartache again, and that hardship again. I am going to uh, give my big heart that I have to someone, to a baby or a child who is already out there that that needs me to take care of him or her. Well, Moni, um, we definitely, definitely thank you. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have, but we definitely thank you for sharing your story. You said very good um, key points, you know, which is acceptance, which is being blessed for what you do have, um, you know, and 
pretty much again we me and Moni have been uh, friends and uh, for a long time and one thing that I've always shared when I told her that if um, nature has prevented you from being a mother find a way of being a mother don't let uh, what your body um, has no control of stop you from being a mother I think that you have been very brave through this process I think that you have been very um you know, um, hopeful. Has it worked out for your benefit? No, but I don't think this is the end of your story. I don't think this is the end of, of the of the story. I think there's more to come, and I hope that it's sooner than later. But, you know, we thank you for being here. We love you, and we wish you the best of luck in your future. All right, and that's it, folks. So tune in for our next episode, yes. and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much thank for you, tuning Moni. in. Thank you for being our guest. Mm-hmm. We love thank you. you. Everybody. Thank you. God bless. Bwah.